0: No, c'est ce que je disais, brouvoir s'évader, c'est de la blague. Après tout,
1: tout débou. Il n'y a qu'à s'intéresser aux choses et les trouver belles. time has come. Catherine Bigelow!
2: This and
1: some of the other nice things that have happened to me in the last couple of days may turn me into some sort of hopeful optimist and ruin my whole life. Spoil!
0: I remember quite clearly, it was 1946, and I was four years old, my mother took me to see King Vidor's Duel in the Sun. You've got to say, I'm a human being! God damn it! My life has
1: value! Babel, Alejandro González Iñárritu. I'm
0: a man! Well, nobody's perfect. (laughs) Al film italiano, Deserto Rosso, di Michelangelo.
1: It's just that all men are sure it never happened to them, and most women at one time or another have done it, so you do the math.
0: Three artists in the presentation of the Palm d'Or. Adele, Lea, and Abdel,
1: Afid, Khashy. We won. Oh, it is not over. We must continue. Oh. Oh, I did not know that. My mother always tells me
2: to smile and put on a happy face. She told me I had a purpose. This is episode
1: 66.
2: Yeah, 66.
1: Anti-heroes, hey? That's what we're discussing on this week's podcast. Seriously, what is an antihero? I mean, I hear this term being thrown around quite a lot, and I'm just wondering, like, what do you, what do you define it as, Robin?
2: Um, I suppose what I've noticed is you, you don't see it as an official labeling. You don't. You sometimes see it in reviews, but I think critics use it quite carefully, cautiously, because they don't want to get it wrong. But I, I think of something like um, sort of a, not necessarily a hero, but someone maybe the opposite of those traits, and maybe doesn't have the same morals. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe not a bad guy but certainly does things that you wouldn't endorse.
1: Chill, um what about you? What do you think is you know, what defines antihero in your opinion?
0: I always get a little confused with the term, uh because it's so uh similar to the to the term of a villain, you know? And it's you have to be very careful not to confuse an antihero with a villain.
1: Yeah, I've always found it quite a, a tricky one. I mean, according to the Google uh, di- uh, Dictionary, um anti-hero is a central character in a star- story, film or drama who lacks conventional hero um, attributes. Hmm. Whatever that means. That's like the vaguest definition you can get, really, because then you're thinking, uh, okay, so... What's a hero? But, yeah, what's a hero? Um,
2: Joel's made a good I, point there, because I think if you compare the villain, if you look, if you try and define it in your head, like villain, oh, they're both anti hero but I think a villain is somebody that perhaps opposes a hero.
1: That's what I just, it, it's a bit odd to me, because some of the, the anti-heroes that I've seen on certain lists, I regard as a villain. But, you know,
2: yeah.
1: it's, it's yeah. a com- complicated thing.
0: It's very complicated, because, for example, when I was... Uh, making the list first yesterday, right? Out of my mind, I thought of people like, you know, awful people like uh, Anton Shigur from *No Country uh, for all Men*. But then again, when I researched the topic of antihero, I said to myself, like, no, he's not an antihero at all. He's a villain, pure villain. <laughs> there's no, there's no doubt about that. So yeah, I had to like uh, sc- uh, scratch him out of the list because I, I knew I was wrong. Yeah, so
2: absolutely. yeah, it's it's a very tricky. It's very tricky. You could argue Luella Moss is an an antihero because he's, you know, he's, he's he's married and he's trying to do the right thing, but he's a thief and he's unreliable and you know. So if you you could, I mean, the Coen brothers, you could look at every film of theirs and you could get an antihero from there somewhere. Right now it's midnight Sunday. The courthouse opens nine hours from now. Someone's going to be calling in the vehicle number on the inspection plate of my truck. Around nine thirty they'll show up here.
1: Except for how long do we have to... Baby,
2: at what point would you quit bothering to look for your $2 million?
1: What am I supposed to tell Mama? She
2: don't you try standing in the door and holler "Mama, Mama, I'm home. Llewellyn... Come on, pack your things. Anything you leave, you ain't gonna see again.
1: Well, don't fall down apologizing.
2: Baby, things happen. on, well, I can't take them back.
1: I, I was... The reason I sort of wanted to discuss the anti-hero was because of the new joker movie that's coming out um it we can agree that the Joker's not anti-hero right well at least the joker that we know you <sighs> know the the one that
0: uh is in dark knight the one that is in suicide squad which is which by itself the movie is a villain you know uh, <laughs>
2: Yeah, nothing, um, nothing heroic about that
0: film. Exactly. <laughs> and Jack Nicholson's uh performance in Batman, uh the Tim Burton one, uh they're villains, you know, there there's no doubt they're they're that. But maybe in this film uh we could see another, you know, face about this character, uh and we could consider him an anti hero
2: until a certain point. Mm. Mm. As it's from his point of view almost and it's about him and a bit of an origin and different. you could almost argue which that is more anti-hero than, than the Joker we know from the comics
0: exactly exactly. it's like uh, the case we have with uh, Saul Goodman in the Breaking right. Bad series, uh, yeah. if you see the series called Saul mm, you yes. understand yeah. in Breaking Bad it's more arguable mm. that he's a villain not an anti-hero
2: yeah because of the c- crooked mm. things he does to get where he wants to be you don't He don't choose to be a villain but to succeed you have to do these things
1: well that's a very interesting point joel about uh, you know about you just sort of said about tv do you think tv does it better than film with um showing um the transformation of an anti-hero and and a, uh, their Their journey because uh, I think you know I, uh, I you know Breaking Bad I think of like Walter White is the ultimate anti-hero and mm-hmm. to the point that he becomes you know uh, Heisenberg yeah. uh, mm-hmm. becomes a villain but uh, do, do you think that's the case that the that, that film can't really do the same as as TV it does because I think
0: TV has the freedom of you know expanding the story more yeah. uh and i think that gives them the the ability to explore more the character and unlike film that you have a limited time you know like you have like uh standardized 2 hours at least or maybe a little more but in tv you have easily 13 hours if you don't count uh ads you know um and I think that's what gives TV the the the, uh, the advantage over film, to explore these kind of
2: characters. Yeah, I agree
1: with that. Robin, I mean, off the top of your head, can you think of any anti-heroes that you are 100% sure are anti-heroes and, and not villains?
2: I think uh, s- when I look back at how long I've been following film, and whenever I think of anti-hero, whenever I hear it or read it, I always think of Mark Renton in *Trainspotting* um, mm. because he—he he is there is there is a sympathetic thing about him. It, it, it's about him, yeah, and he's part of a family, he's somebody's son. Uh, he has friends, but but he's a heroin addict, and it and it's like comp- that film shows how destructive that habit is. But I think so. He's not heroic, certainly not. And and the, the things that the good things that happen to him, like being taken care of, um, they're all passive. They're all things that people do for him. He's not particularly willing to help others. So he's not a hero in the traditional sense. But he is the you, you do root for him. You want him to get better. You don't want him to pick up the next needle. You almost like you want his friends as as much as the the. You could argue with a bunch of dickheads. But we know, people, we know people like that, you know. Uh, I think, yeah, Mark Renton, because it's his story, he, he's one of the, it's the anti-hero that I think of whenever that term's mentioned that he pops into my head. Relinquishing junk, stage one preparation. For this you will need one room which you will not leave, soothing music, tomato soup, 10 tinder, Mushroom soup, eight tins of, for consumption cold. Ice cream, vanilla, one large tub of. Magnesia, milk of, one bottle. Paracetamol, mouthwash, vitamins, mineral water, said, pornography. One mattress, one bucket for urine, one for feces, and one for vomitus.
1: I think it's the case of you understand his reasons why he's not just, you know, it's not just, for well,
2: that's... Yeah, that's it? kind, the, yeah, there's... Addiction rather than... Yeah. Addiction.
1: And I wonder whether he would be the same sort of person if he wasn't addicted.
2: I think he'd just be... He wouldn't even be a hero, just be a regular person. He doesn't seem like somebody that would... Is, is, is in it for himself, really, you know. So he's a little bit selfish, but that's not like a defining trait of his. I think without the drugs he'd just be a regular guy, wouldn't be a hero.
1: I I when you were saying about um you know anti heroes and everything and and, and train spotting and drugs well, my sort of mind wandered to um uh, a clockwork orange in terms of you know um addiction and stuff because you know that uh, alex is addicted to um violence ultra violence um and that is his drug in a way. Uh, I'm pretty sure that we—he's an anti-antihero. Do you do you think? Or? Yeah,
2: it's tricky because it's so extreme. If you if you, uh-huh. you want to watch the first half of the film, then he is a is a villain, isn't he? Mm. Just, just scum. Um, the second half is probably is probably the victim, the victim of his own violence. Um, that, that's a good one. Probably, anti-hero more than a villain or just a hero if if you had to pick one.
1: He's almost like he's a victim of the world that is around him. Because, you know, not, um, not everybody in that world is... Well, there isn't really anyone that's good or decent. They all got... It's a Kubrick film. I mean, come on. There's no good people in a Kubrick film.
2: It's difficult. Because they're, they're, they're terrorists, essentially, and the those people are not heroes, are, are anti-heroes. But the film's about him tra- tra- attempting to be reformed, so you have to sort of see it from the other side as well.
1: Uh, I'm keen to hear about uh, Joel's list. Um, Joel. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. um, your, your list, because you said you've done quite a bit of research into this... Who have you got on your list? Well, right now, I'm interested to talk about
0: the Leonardo DiCaprio case. Because I just noticed that most or at least a few of his characters are antiheroes. Especially characters based on real people. Mm -hmm. I have two cases here. The case of Jordan Belfort in The Wolf of Wall
2: Street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: Frank Abagnati in Catch Me If You Can.
2: Mm. Oh you could argue with yeah, as well. <laughs> But we're not, yeah. Talk, we're not gonna talk about that movie.
0: It's, because in this case, I'm thinking in another maybe another definition for anti-hero, that is they uh, they do the wrong things, you know but for the right reasons you know in, in the case that they want to uh enjoy life or whatever that means uh have more money more power etc which for some people they can look at that as a bad thing but i think most people agree that they want a lot of money and these two characters if you think about it their 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 goal is that is to have more money and more money and more power so they can enjoy their life and apparently the people that are around them so yeah it's it's very it's very tricky this one um
2: they're good ones actually. i think they're good ones yeah
0: uh but i think that the more anti-hero here uh between the two jordan belford and frank i think it's frank because mm. He was searching for, you know, to be a, a mother. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, a hero to his father. You know, and he he was trying to be something uh, his father wasn't, and and he did all of that because you know he wanted to be better than him or or like him, and mm-hmm. then he realizes that that's not what he father what his father wanted. So it's like ouch you know he was doing this for a good thing but then he realized that no that's not that wasn't the point so it's kind it's more tragic this one than the one of jordan belfort dr harris yes do you concur
1: concur with what sir with what dr ashland just said do you do you concur oh well there's a
2: bicycle accident um the boy told us so you concur. concur? I think we should take an x-ray then stitch him out and put him in a walking cast. Dr.
0: <laughs> very good, Dr. Ashland, very good. Well, you don't seem to have much need for me, carry on.
1: I think as well, with Jordan, I think he's his damage that he's doing to uh, people, like ordinary people who are just hard-working sort of blue-collar people like taking their money and scamming them. Mm -hmm. Um, It's hard to root for a character like that you know even because he's not really taking money from corrupt bankers or you know if he was trying to screw the system over then maybe you know we would give him a bit of a, a pass for but he's not, he's just in it for his own gain, and I think, to me, an anti-hero is kind of, a bit like Robin Hood, you know, kind of, steals from the rich, yes, Mm -hmm. he's, you know, he's committing a crime, but he's then giving it to the poor, but Jordan is just like, gimme, gimme, gimme. (laughs) He's just an asshole,
0: he's he's really an asshole, because if you think about it, 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 you have fun with him around all the movies, but then you have to think, like, wait, this is so wrong, what, what? why are we cheering for him, What? why, why, why are we doing this, because it, it plays with you, you know, and and it, in part it's because of Martin Scorsese directing too.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, with like Martin Scorsese, he has a real thing about anti-heroes, because obviously Travis uh, Bickle from Taxi Driver is what people always seem to go to when they say anti-hero. Yeah,
2: the dark side of, yeah, my friend Steve, Steve Shakespeare, he, when he saw Taxi Driver years and years ago, he said what Joel said that he does the the right thing, right no, the, the wrong thing for the right reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do the right thing. What am I saying?
1: <laughs> it just gets more complicated. Like the more that more characters we bring into the mix.
2: <laughs> I think with, with Travis because you he, he get his inner monologue. But it does have you know, a heroic thing, does not they? To, mm. It's not just about him lashing out against but, society. He's, you know, he's going there to to help her because he's seen it with his own eyes. But
1: is he doing it for her or is it doing for it's bit,
2: for it's him? It's a bit of both. It's a bit in it. Is is he's, he's got to snap at some point, and that's his that's his expression, which is the the wrong thing. But you know why he did it. How's Iris? You know Iris? No, you know I
1: don't know Irish. nobody named Iris.
0: Iris, come on, get out of man. You don't know anybody by the name of Iris? I don't know nobody named Iris. No? Hey, get back to your
1: fucking tribe before you get hurt,
0: huh, man. Do me a favor, I don't want no trouble, huh?
1: Okay? You got a gun? Get
2: the fuck out of here, man. Get out of here.
1: Suck on this. Oh, 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 oh. I
2: don't feel sorry for those people. The way I say it, I don't feel sorry for the people that whacking Phoenix takes a hammer to, you know. <laughs> uh.
1: Like, we literally don't know anything really about his backstory or, you know, where he was born. We know that he was in the Vietnam War, but, you know, prior to that, we have no idea. Mm. But, so I think that the more we know about uh, Anti-Hero, it probably helps us realize that they're not just a straight out Villainous type of person like Alex from Clockwork Orange, really.
2: Yeah, if you have a list in front of you, um, this might be an interesting thing to do. You know, to put get a list, and you have to pick a character, and you had to you have to put them in a list. You would probably put Travis in hero, You'd put probably Alex in villain, and you'd probably put Joe in hero. You know, if you had to, but they all merge, don't they?
1: Mm. What about Fight Club? I know we're not allowed to talk about it, um, but... <laughs> You're already out of the,
0: out the club. Sorry. Oh, wait.
1: I'm too. Oh! <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I suppose I'd, you could say this yeah. literally is an antihero, I suppose, in the sense that the dual, there's a dual personality thing going on. Spoiler! Um, it's
1: okay. That film's been out for ages now. I mean, jeez. <laughs> I I don't think you can everybody knows the twist, right?
2: I think so. It's a Bruce, Willi- Bruce Willis Bruce mm-hmm. Willis
1: is a ghost. Um sorry. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong film.
2: The sled the sled is oh no, hang
1: on. <laughs> the sled belongs to Bruce
2: Willis's ghost. <laughs> oh but the, the guy yeah. has a penis. Oh no, that's crying uh, game. <coughs> <laughs> Yeah. I
1: feel like we need to do, like, a, a episode where we just talk about plot twists. I was just going to say be... that, yeah. I was
2: going to say <laughs> that. S- send in Twitter. Send us your, your favourite twists. <laughs> uh, just, just ruin it for everyone. <laughs> everyone.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, Fight Club. <laughs> Returning to our podcast. <laughs>
0: the first rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about Fight Club. The second rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about fight club. Third rule of fight club. Someone yells stop. Goes limp. Taps out. The fight is over. Fourth rule, only two guys to a fight. Fifth rule, one
1: fight at a time, fellas.
0: Sixth rule, no shirts, no shoes.
2: Seventh rule, fights will go on as long as they have to.
1: It's it's kind of like um um They are doing it in a weird way. They are doing what they do, you know, Project Mayhem, for the right reasons. I don't know. I mean, we don't like Starbucks, do we? I mean, Um, there's Starbucks everywhere. One less more Starbucks. You know, I cheered at that moment when Starbucks blew up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know about you. I just feel like, you know, are they... Because they are committing terrorists like acts, aren't they? The you know,
2: just the characters themselves could be a depiction of an antihero that has got this other side, whether we know it or not.
1: But as I was going to say when I was looking into antiheroes, most of the list was taken up by male characters, and I wondered whether we know of any female antiheroes.
2: I do. I would say someone like Elizabeth uh, Salander from uh, *Girl with a Dragon Tattoo*. Yes. I would say, and obviously Lee Lee Kum Yar from um, *Lady Vengeance*, which she, what she does is at the end is pretty bad, but she's doing it for a reason—revenge, you know—and you kind of want her to succeed. You don't, you know, not. Pro violence, but you want like Travis Spick at the end when he's doing that. You're not. Well, oh, no, don't shoot, don't shoot these these assholes, please. You kind of like <laughs> in your in your twisted side of you, that the, the the part that enjoys violence, that enjoys um, getting rid of the of the scum off the streets, as he puts it. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to go and do it myself, but it's not he's not going into a bank and shooting all the clerks. You know, shooting. People that really should be locked up, and how many times do you hear people, you know, oh, they should be shot? It's <laughs> the um, so same with that. Elizabeth Sanders, she's kind of the hero in the, in the Fincher film because she saves him numerous times, and she's very clever and she's, she's she drives the film. But some of the things she does, um, well, a lot of the things she does, uh, are, uh, would be frowned upon. But she's not a villain and she's not all out hero, but you root for her, and when she rides off on a motorcycle at the end in the Fincher one, I really felt bad for her. I felt very, very sorry for her that she went for all that, and then Daniel Craig just goes back to Robin, Robin Wright. Spoiler again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's for me that one. And you could argue the girl walks home alone. Girl walks home alone at night. Okay, she's a vampire. She kills people, but she kills Scum, you know, and she stops when she meets a nice guy and she refrains, you know, and she, has, she saves the cat. And there's stuff like that where you think, oh, and you watch that film and you don't want her to perish, so to speak, like you're doing with a lot of other vampires. Uh, and the last one I mentioned, Frances Ha, Frances Halliday from Francis Ha, probably is quite heroic, but she's... Um, She's a bit down and out, she, she hasn't got a job, she does things on a whim, she's quite pretentious, but she's, she, she charms you, and you want her to get succeed, you want her to, when everyone's doubting her all around her, you want her to prove them wrong.
1: It's that thing, when you're with someone, and you love them, and they know it, and they love you, and you know it, but it's a party, and... You're both talking to other people and you're laughing and shining and you look across the room and catch each other's eyes, but, but not because you're possessive or it's precisely sexual, but because that is your person in this life. And it's funny and sad, but only because this life will end and it's the secret world that exists right there in public, unnoticed, that no one else knows about. You could argue that um, Brie Larson's character in uh, Unicorn Store is a bit of an anti-hero. Yeah. Because she's not really, sort of, got much purpose. She's she's moody, she's not nice to pe- her, her parents.
2: But, but what I watched I, it. did, she didn't really, she said, I don't even like this character. So sometimes I don't think you have to particularly like them to, to follow, follow them, like um Hayley Steinfeld in seven what's it called 17 something oh
1: the edge of 17 <laughs> yeah, or, yeah or
2: Lady Bird or you know those characters where you have to you do follow them and you're happy to but if you knew him in real life you'd probably be a bit not like, irritated by him.
0: Robbie mentioned uh Lady Vengeance I immediately thought about Lady Snowblood okay. uh yeah it's a, it's a classic anti-hero be- Heroine, sorry yeah. uh because uh she's uh, she's uh, uh powered by B- uh, revenge too and obviously if you think about lady snowblood by consequence you think about kill bill um, and yeah. yeah uh, uh beatrice kidel characters which is based upon uh lady snowblood so so yeah, uh, uh, they they're doing the wrong things for the right reasons if you think because, uh, and I think uh, more people right uh, will be more identified with uh, Beatrice Kittle Catchers because that's the most uh, known uh, one, uh, even though you know the first one was Lady Snowblood. So using that as a catapult to explain it, uh, Beatrice Kittle, you know kills all. All uh, her former members of of their team uh, because of what they did to her, and in the end she kills you know Bill. That's the movie. What's what's the movie all about? (laughs) And
1: yeah, (laughs) this is just a (laughs) this is just a massive spoiler warning at the start of this podcast. It's
0: you know it's the title of the movie. I'm so sorry, guys. If you haven't seen it, my bad. (laughs) Uh, You're bad, sorry. You yeah, <laughs> yeah. should,
2: should have called it Mike Kill Bill? Question mark. <laughs>
0: so, so, yeah. Uh, it's not right what she's doing because she's killing people. But at the same time, it's like, maybe they deserve it. They did. Did they? I don't know. So, so yeah. It, it can be cause argued.
2: Because she's, she's in that discourse, that world of crime, she has to, she's just going to try and reason with these people because the killers, she has to fight, you know, fire with fire. Um, So, Uh you know, it's like do or die, almost, if you're not Mm going to fight back, but she has to, and, you know, they bury her alive, they shoot her, you know, they have have what's coming to them in my eyes. So, Oren, any more subordinates for
1: me to kill? Hi! Go for Bingo! Bingo! black mamba. So Go go. I know you feel you must protect your mistress. But I beg you. Walk away. I mean Tarantino does that well with his characters. I'm making him like. It. Anti-heroes slash quite villains, and you never know what you're gonna get, and that's what is kind of refreshing. Uh, his characters are all a bit um, layered. I was just gonna say, I can't remember the the girl's name in um, Inglorious Bastards. The, the main girl, the one that goes and does the whole cinema thing. I've forgotten. Yes, she's a classic example of a, a of anti-hero. Well, is she? I I don't think. So. I mean, clean Nazis. Well, like, yeah. That, I
2: mean, again, Tarantino's Tarantino's execution of that excuse the pun is that you know she's a victim <laughs> just because she's Jewish. She she, comes, she builds a, she builds a business for herself, um, and she kills Hitler. I think she's a hero.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's true. That's true
2: laughs you know when she dies uh uh, it breaks my heart spoiler sorry everyone oh
1: we're just (laughs) just so many spoilers (laughs) we're not
0: we're not that good hiding spoilers what's wrong with us people Uh,
2: we should stop really we should stop
1: yeah um just to come fair
2: brad pitt is edward norton just to confirm okay in real life in real life <laughs> yes yeah.
0: they're the same person oh my god
2: i'm <laughs> spoiler <her>, damn it <laughs> um,
0: um i want to mention someone that is a minor character in, in a film but it has uh, she has so much influence in the plot uh about the case about uh Brian Italys in atonement mm. because yeah she makes something That we all know that the people that have watched the movie affects all that happens in the movie after that.
2: Yeah, I think because she's a kid and she's not really accountable and she does it because she fancies him, doesn't she? And she's annoyed. So she she kind of knows it wasn't him, but she lies to get into trouble. But then she tries to make amends. You saw him then? Yes, I saw him. Just as you see me? I know
1: it was him. You know it was him, or you saw him? Yes, I did, I saw him. With your own eyes? Yes, I saw him, I saw him with my own eyes.
0: We all know, right, the, the people that have watched the movie, that it's not until the very end that you know we, we realized the consequences of her acts, because we know it, we, we're like kind of fooled at some point and when you get to that moment, oh, yeah, which yeah. I'm, I'm crying right now because I remember it. Uh, uh, it's like, wait, oh my god! You know, it's like no, and, and yeah, I, it's kind of frustrating. And, oh, oh my god, that movie is amazing. It's, no, you're right. Yeah, no, yeah. no <laughs> she's
2: she's not an antihero. She's to me, she's not a hero. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, mm. it's just like basically I made that bit up. Um, they they drowned. Oh, oh, brilliant! You know, so whether,
1: a... spoiler.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Does she atone? Should it should be called atonement? Question mark. <laughs> atonement? Question mark. It's Liar! Psychic. Liar?
1: Question mark. <laughs> Read more. Every every, every <laughs> films just need question marks. Just as soon as
2: Vanessa Redgrave, as soon as she's on screen, I just think, oh, what's going on here? What what's happened now? Some <laughs> political thing.
1: <laughs> so, oh <my> God. <laughs> okay but have we come to a conclusion that we know now what anti-hero is <laughs> uh, I think it's yeah
2: I think oh. it's the, talking about it is the, the interesting part With, to define it I think if we did a list you'd be like how are they the best how would you say they're the best mm By, mm-hmm it'd be interesting maybe we should do one and just do 20 don't say the best of these different I think there's different subcategories on yeah. Tarantino I'll just quickly mention Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction who is for me right up there as well because you're asked to support a, a killer essentially a villain a crook um who is you know a moment of clarity God saves him and um that end with with Tim Roth, when he says, look, normally you'd be dead as, what's he say, fried chicken by now, but, and it, and so he kind of saves his life in, in the world of the crime world where they would all just get wiped out, you know, like John Travolta's not a hero, but Samuel L. Jackson has redemption, you know, like that is a classic, for me that is a classic anti-hero. Can I mention a couple more? You
1: can keep going until your heart's content.
2: Because I think with us coming coming up to 1993, and we're going to be doing that very shortly, I think mm. falling down defense.
1: Yes, sh- yeah.
2: He's Now, he's a guy who yeah, he deserves to be arrested for, for all the things he does. But he is all of us channeling, you know, wh- why are people behaving like this? Why are you charging me this for a can of Coke? Why is that hamburger all squished? You know, we've all done it. Not with a machine gun in our hands, but that's a film I remember I remember people cheering, you know, for this guy. It's just it's just like it's just like us, you know. And he just gets himself into so much shit, but he's he's an anti-hero for for sure. Defense.
0: Defense! I wanna know what's wrong with the street. See, I don't think anything's wrong with the street. I think you're just trying to justify your inflated budgets. What are you nuts? No, I know how it works. If you don't spend the money you have projected this year, they won't give you the same amount next year. Now, I want you to admit there's nothing wrong with the street. Fuck you, pal, huh? You're not gonna hold us hostage here with these yellow lights and all these big trucks.
2: Look, I'm just here to to keep people from
0: falling in. That's all. I want to hear it from you. What's wrong with the street? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I think it's a sewer job you're lying what's wrong with the street nothing I knew it see I knew it was fine but I'll give you something to fix you know, it's you reminded me of some uh, a character recently made uh, you know, remember the movie um, uh, white tails uh, the Argentinian one
2: yeah, oh, yeah. Brilliant film. You
0: rem- you remember the section about uh Bombita, the one that he uh, you know, puts a bomb in in a I think it was in a car or something like that. Uh to fuck the Department of Transport
2: Transportation? Yeah, because the well give him- yeah, because he I,
0: I think he's an anti hero because you know, he he did a very bad thing. But at least for myself, I identify with him because I the, the Department of Transportation in Puerto Rico is as awful <laughs> or maybe worse than that one. So yeah, I was like, yeah, put the bomb, it all. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, it was like but at the same time it's like, no, you no, no, that's not bad. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. That's not the way to solve these things. Yeah. So I think that's a classic example of an anti hero too. Uh, and you mentioned uh, falling down and it reminded me of that automatically. So yeah. <laughs> that's
2: yeah what I, and the taxi that... driver,
1: I was like, yeah, shoot his hand off. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing though. It, it, I think that's why I really loved the, the character of an anti hero is because they can be like so well developed and you can you, you can't help but connect with them because you know especially when we see like with the example of Michael Douglas's character in Fallen Falling Down you, you see what the build up to that and you think yeah I mean it could that could end up being me one of these days I hope <laughs> not
2: well, I think yeah because Michael Douglas that, you know the, the, the road works for no reason the, the price increases the crime on the streets and the, the stupid beggars. We all know what that's about, and he kind of just kind of stumbles into those things. He doesn't want to kill anyone. It's quite funny, actually, you know, when the trigger goes off, and he's like, oh, no, they're sensitive. Um, don't panic, everyone. Everyone thinks he's like a killer, but, you know, and Robert Deval knows it as well, eventually. He knows he's just a regular... He's actually quite a sympathetic character, isn't he? He's quite lonely, and... Um, my wife gave me a list, which I said I'd read out, because she's written it and then scribbled it on a piece of paper for me. Uh, Hannibal, Hannibal. Oh, yes. Leon, Robin Hood, uh, which we mentioned, Tony Montana, and Tom Ripley. So, that they're very different yeah.
1: examples.
2: Oscar Schindler. Oh, yes. Now, that's an interesting that,
1: one. Yes, that's a very good one. That is a very good one. Han Solo. Yeah. He begins as a sort of anti-hero. He's
2: a of the... Yeah, he's a bit of dodgy yeah. crook isn't he, don't care about anyone, and... or oh, Darth Vader, I mean oh. he's, he's a father isn't he, at the end of the day, <laughs> uh,
0: uh, uh. but he's the villain, don't try to change him, well I
2: think the, uh, the, em- the Emperor is probably the villain, I think <laughs>